You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael, here in Arizona, with me always, my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas, in Arizona. Still. That's right, still. So uh, That's right. Yeah, our last episode, we uh, said that Mike was here and, uh, you know, participating in the shenanigans here in Arizona, and today's another day. We uh, kind of talked about his fundraiser and putting it together and painting and... Now we actually got to go fly it and do some other flying. So, and and uh, non-hurricane winds, right? Non-hurricane winds, winds. yeah. Right. It no was typhoons or what are they? What are they called out there? It's not. They're not monsoons. They're called. Yeah, monsoons. Yeah, yeah it's monsoon. a monsoon. It's a monsoon, not a typhoon or a hurricane. No, a monsoon right. here. We in get Arizona. hurricanes in Dallas, right? We get monsoons here, but what you're probably thinking of is the haboob. Ah, haboob. Yeah. Yes. Desert, everybody yes, thinks about gotcha. that, and they're Snake. like, what is that yes. thing you have there? The dust devils. It is a big dust. Well, it's more like a wall of dust. Wall of dust. <laughs> well, that's what a hubub is, right? But yeah, I was just yeah. talking about you ha- You get the dust devils here. We do. We get dust devils. Uh-huh. We actually have we, a whistle. We had one We had one, <laughs> We had had one. one hit us when we were flying. Not, that's right. We did. It was yesterday, but. Yeah, we had. Uh, we were sitting there fat, dumb, and happy, and all of a sudden. <laughs> Mike and, uh, yells out, dust devil. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What? What happened? <laughs> well, uh, so. You know the way that our the way that the club is kind of set up is that um, you know it's got tables and we were we all we're always under the closest table to the armada kind of thing you know where all the kitchen and stuff that's what we call it a kitchen but it's where all the battery storage stuff is for our solar well then there's a you know it kind of goes down and there's one at the very end well the guy at the very end got you know he had a what side airplane you have the Star Acro Duster. Acro Duster? Ac- Acro Master. Acro Master. Yeah. Yes. So he has like a big Acro Master. It's the biplane. And as as he takes the top wing off, he sets it on the table just in time for this dust devil to come whipping through there. Oh, Pick and up just, the top whoosh, wing and there, go, and there it goes there and goes. flies up into the sky. Yeah. So all of a sudden you hear this, you know, hey, dust devil. And then everybody like grabs their airplanes. And uh, we were kind of halfway out on the flight line. So we were like hugging everything. And then uh, you hear this quang, 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 you know, and I look around, and sure enough, the guy on the very end, you know, gets his, you, know, you hear this you know, string of uh, obscenities, and and uh, he picks his wing up, oh, you know, and he looks at it. Well, he gets, you know, frustrated, goes, puts everything in the car, and hangs out. I think he went and got something, he came back or whatever. Anyway. Now that it's kind of cooler, you know, we were there all day, so now it's in the afternoon, a little bit later. He gets all his stuff back out, puts that wing on top of it. Two seconds after he does that, guess what came through? Dust of all. <laughs> Picked up his wing, chunked it right out into the gra- into the gravel. Now, uh, when the dust devil came through, it hit the back of my legs like sandpaper. And I, yes. and I was like, ow, ow. But then I felt my legs. And they you mean were like really a smooth. sandblaster, right? <laughs> so so it was good. It's so, like my legs are smooth like a yeah, swimmer's legs now. That's right. So He didn't have to, he didn't have to nah, shave. He didn't have to shave. Didn't, I don't anyway, uh, but I didn't have to. Didn't Spencer have the same problem? He lost an F-16? He lost an F-16 out of the oh, back of his trailer. no. Yeah, that's F-16 I was flying. Oh. Yeah, it was sitting in the back on the stand, fat, dumb, and happy, doing its own thing. 
and Spencer left a side door of his trailer open, and one of those dust devils came through and went right through the side door of his trailer, into the trailer, picked up that F-16, and threw it right out the back of his trailer. <laughs> I felt terrible. The devil. I know, right? And here's the worst part. He had just fixed it. Right. Because it had fallen off while he forgot to strap it down in the trailer. It had fallen off and hit and hit his big airplane. It busted the rudder off of it. Busted the whole horizontal bad. So he he got a new one and he borrowed all my stickers from my kit, put it all together, you know, polished it, sanded it, and that thing, it was all ready to fly, pushed it right out. So but that's been a while and now he's I don't know. He's working on his L thirty nine. So anyway, we uh, we got to we got to made in the uh, the fundraiser, and uh, it was a little zippy. Exciting it was exciting. Yeah, I think we told you about the maiden already, right? You know, we yeah 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 that, had the wrong you know, control. This... Did I tell you we had the wrong well, control? Well, wait, wait. There? Tell the story. Yes. Tell the story about how we what happened today. And come on, that's what we're here for, right? The story about today. Yeah. Oh yeah. So well. So wait, 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 wait. So you're at because today was like Tuesday for flying or for with your right, club, yes, right? Yes. So you're flying with the guys. We did fly with the guys. Okay. So you're at the club with the regular guys and you're flying. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. At yeah. The park. Yeah. Gotcha. So officially, this isn't you know this podcast is coming out, but it, officially today is our birthdays. Right. So so, so, so um I, we get there and uh um I tried to fly it and broke the. Prop? Yeah, 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 yeah. Broke to pop, and so first flight out, right? Yeah, so we, you know, we had it out there. Everybody was oogling it, ooh ah, ooh ah. And it landed or something. And we had actually flown it uh, four or five times oh. yesterday, and oh. it successfully. By the way, it flies really great. flew it, flew it on a couple of three cells. It flies really fast. I finished up the day on a four cell, tossed it. That thing was ripping yep. at about half throttle. So full throttle at a three cell was half throttle on a four cell and I was a little nervous about just going to full throttle because this thing was really moving. I mean, well, no torque wasn't a, p- a problem once you get it flying. It's just, it's just moving. It's just covering a lot of real estate for the little park that we're in. I mean, you're talking about a hundred mile an hour airplane. I don't think you'd keep up with his L 39, but it could give it a run for its money. Yeah. It probably would keep, <laughs> give the L 39 run for its money. But so then today we got up early, you know, he's all excited. We're going to go out there and fly it again. And he's, you know, we've been buddy boxing, and so he's ready to do it on his own. Hey, I want to do all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we go out there and come to find out Tom, one of the guys out there, he had a foam airplane that he built, yeah. and he wanted me to maiden it. So I did. Got it all set up. Flew. It actually flew really, really well. Actually, I think it flew better than his well, other one. Well, at one point, I broke the prop. I don't remember how I did it, but I broke the prop. This is the first prop, the very yeah, first yeah, yeah. prop. The, the, that was... And then we stopped because I flew the Mangler after that because there was nothing else for me to fly. Right. So we flew Tom's. And then Mike said, I want to fly mine. So he and I walked back out right into the middle of the field. Uh, I was going to launch it for him. And basically, I went to go uh, launch it. No. I don't remember why it crashed. So, I yeah, crashed so it. The first, like on the landing or something, it broke a prop. Something, yeah. Something like that. I landed it badly. It, it, never, got, it never got. It never flew. It, yeah, so it was just, I just didn't take so, it off right. Yeah. He, oh, I know what it was. It was the battery. The oh, the weak battery. We we put a battery in there that was a little old. And so I was holding it, and I said, okay, add some throttle. And I could feel, you know, you can actually feel that this airplane wants to just leap out of your hands. It does. I mean, it's got that much power to it. And so uh, basically I was holding it, and I said, a little more throttle, a little more throttle. He added, yesterday we were using half throttle, a little less than half. 
So he went there, and I'm like, ah, a little more throttle. And he's like, I'm at half throttle. And I said, okay. Well, it wasn't enough. So when I let go of it, it just rolled, went right into the ground, busted the prop. Well, and then one other thing we figured out, but this is sort of later. So, so it busted the prop. So, so I flew the Mangler, which, right. which was fun. So we put the battery in the Mangler and found out that his radio, because we're buddy boxing, he wanted me to buddy box on the on the Mangler. Uh, the Mangler didn't have, something wasn't right. This is set up right. Yeah. So he's like, oh, this isn't set up because it's a dual aileron. So he went in his radio and tweaked a bunch of Media stuff settings. and set it all yeah. up. Yep. So now we fly the Mangler. We only had one battery for it. And we decided, hey, we're going to go fly the big airplanes and stuff today. We leave. So we jumped in the truck. And then the way to the other field, I said, hey, Mike. You know, you're here, I'm here, this is something that it's more important for you to feel comfortable leaving Phoenix with a handle on this fundraiser, because he's still a little nervous. How about we go down to Duncan's RC here in Phoenix and and buy some props? And so he's like, well, that's fine. And I go, we can forego, I can fly the big airplanes anytime. And unless, you know, we've already spent two days out there flying jets and doing a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. at the club. Why don't we focus today on just flying, getting you up to speed on this fundraiser? And he's like, yeah, okay. So we drove down to Duncan's RC here in Phoenix. Great bunch of guys. Yeah, like uh, guys. We chit chatted with them for a while, told them what we were doing. They love the podcast. You know, they love it when we come in there and we, we really appreciate them helping us out and, and supporting us. But, um, you know, we grabbed a bunch of 1070 props and uh, turned around and ran right back to the field. And so we swapped out the prop, and Mike was all excited. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this again, and uh, let's go. And he said, okay, I want to launch it. But I said, well, how about we la- How about I launch it first? We'll put a fresh battery in, and, uh, and we'll go from there. He said, yeah, no problem. Well, he had flown it three or four times yesterday. So I was standing there. I told him, I said, okay, give it a little more, you know, power and so and you and you suggested the rudder which is oh actually yeah so so what we did is i said learned after that first accident right we did learn so what i said this time was i want you to hold the airplane and see where the throttle sitting is so that you know where it is then hand me the airplane get ready to you know take control and wherever that throttle setting is i'll let go of it and it'll go that way you know how much right, throttle? Because right, right. the batteries are going to vary, right? But but the right. problem here is that I got to hold the plane when I'm really launching it by myself. I got to hold the plane and uh, and do the right. control. So what did you suggest? So I I uh, I told him basically that you know we were going to practice using rudder. So you know he he launched you launched with your left, left hand. I, I, well, that's what I was planning to do. Right. I, I launched my wing with my left hand, which is a, a plane that I have to. I can't throw over my head. I have right. to launch it by hand. So I would just launch with my left hand, hit set the throttle to three quarters, and launch with my left hand, and I have my my uh, aileron elevator in my right hand, which is perfect because it's an elevon set. Right. That's right. But this one has a rudder, and so the torque needs to be counteracted by rudder. So now he's got to switch hands. So as he switches hands, I'm like, oh, you have to put the rudder in here. And he goes, okay. So I told him to put a little rudder, add a little throttle. I let go of the airplane. It did a complete rollover and hit the ground. And it busted the prop. Yeah. But it, some it, other stuff, too. No, no, no. no. That, that time it just busted the prop. Uh, you're right. That's right. Because I, we I pulled it out. Right. He was kind of like, oh, man, I busted the prop. So I was like, all right, it's no problem. We walked over, changed out because we have a stack of props that we got from Duncan's. And... You know, we went back over and put the new prop on, got back over there, and I said, okay, well, this time 
put a little more throttle in there. And he said, okay. So put a little more throttle. I launched it a little bit more upwards. Uh, Mike actually came in on the power, and the thing started to roll. Next thing we know, it did a complete roll on its back and pulled right into the ground again, this time at full throttle. <laughs> and parts wow. went everywhere. And Mike was frustrated. I oh, was. my gosh. He was upset. So it busted the nose cone. It busted the prop again. So this the is the second behind. prop. Busted the plate behind it. It, it broke the, the fuselage, but not terribly. It just cracked it. Uh-huh. And then it ripped off one of the ailerons. Right. And the rudder. And the rudder kind of, yeah, broke the rudder. So needless to say, it was not in flyable condition, but it was repairable. And so Mike was really frustrated, you know, to the point I I would say a little bit on the angry side because <laughs> he was mad at himself. So we were sitting down and we tried to, you know, basically figure it out. We're gluing it together and we're talking. And we're talking. Yeah. And Mike says, you know, this really irritates me that I was, you know, that I did this two times in a row because I flew it so well yesterday. And this is going to be, you know, maybe this isn't the airplane for me because, you know, something's not right. And I said, look. We want to get you back on the on the track, so let me launch it. You know, you launch it. I'll fly it up to altitude, hand it back to you, get used to the airplane again, land it, and we'll start again. And he said, yeah, that's a good idea. So, I, you know, he launched it for me. I flew it around. I, did, I got it all trimmed up because the, the control surfaces had come off right, and I right. needed to get retrimmed. They all changed out. Right. And Perfect. so I retrimmed everything, and I go, okay, when you're ready, I'm going to give you the airplane. He said, okay, I'm ready. I gave him the airplane. It was a mess. I gave it to him at a lower altitude with no power, you know, just some power. But he was gliding like I was coming in. And it was only about, you know, probably about 10 or 12 feet in the air because I was just coming between us. And he went to go add power. The airplane pitches up, rolls over, and hits the ground. And this time, you know, it, it, I looked at him and I was like, I do not understand what is going on. So we scooped it up. He was a little upset because he's like, you know what? I, I just, maybe this airplane is too much. You know, I'm just not able to fly it. We're walking back and he looks at me and goes, holy crap. <laughs> I, did I, what? did I fly the Mangler before we flew this again? And I go, yeah. He goes, my ailerons were reversed in my radio. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So because we didn't pre-flight flight it, we we basically busted <laughs> no two props. No way. Of, yep. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. something that I would normally do. You know that, Jay? No I would normally check way. all that, but I was just so excited and so upset from now, the first. Now I will tell you, I honest, honestly, when we plug it in, my radio has control. It did and work. I always go up, yeah. down, left, it right, did. you know, and everything checks. Yeah. And he goes, "Okay, let me see if I have it," and he'll do the up, down, la la. And we just didn't do that. He just didn't do that. Yeah. Because mine was already set and we had been flying it all yeah, day yesterday. Right. Yeah. Oh, so he, he throttled it up to see if he had to throttle. And, and sure I said, enough. yep, you do. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I have control. So he just did the, and you hear all that. No, noise. no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Cause we didn't check the, I know well, we, we didn't, didn't check. check, but you wanted to make sure you had control. So you went, eh, you know, you just move the control service. To see yeah. It. And just hear it. Yeah. yeah just to right, hear, just it, hear it, you yeah. know? So, uh, yes. So needless to say, he walked, he walked back to the bench as I was putting the airplane back together and, you know, basically he looked and said, yes, you are correct. The wind, the, the, basically the, 
control surfaces or the ailerons were backwards in his radio. They were reversed. So we fixed it. We walked right back out there. And as soon as I tossed it in the air, he flew it like a champ. It was crazy. No way. Yeah. Yeah. It was brutal. Wow. Wow. Now, I have to tell you, Jay, that I am incredibly uber impressed with this airplane. After really? all of that, after all of that, what Still do you think this airplane looks like? Uh, the nose broken off. The nope, nope. Something yeah, stinked I mean, over. Man, it has a couple paint chips out of it, and the nose cone was busted. That was it. You really can't tell. If I if I walked if I showed you right now what it looks like, you'd be like, whoa, because it you know with the exception of where there's a little wrinkling of some yeah. scuffing and wrinkling in the foam this thing took a real two a couple of nose hits yeah, yeah two nose right hits right on the nose and it it wrinkled a little bit but nothing that caused it to fly out of sorts wonky none of that stuff wow and the motor has i mean to to take two three direct or four hits of those, like that three yeah. actually three direct yeah. hits right on the nose that thing has held up you know, it's a little piece of plastic in there, and it's great. I, I'm I'm super super impressed. Wow! But I have flown this thing a couple of times now, and <laughs> it is a good replacement for the Tough Wing. I think okay. if the three of us had you know one, and we're out at your place, you know, ripping around out there, we would be giggling like school kids. We would. It would be fun. It would be fun, fun. So the the takeaway I have for this is one: always do your pre flight checks. We just talked about that. I know we did not too long. Anyway, uh, always do your pre flight checks, even if you're the trainee. Yeah. Make sure that the trainee trainers gives you control, and you double check your flight control surfaces. Make sure they're all because you never know when you did it on another race. The reason people, uh, the first thing we told uh, this to Barry. Mm-hmm. Barry goes, "Well, don't you have model saves you can have, Mike?" Yeah, model well, yeah, matching. yeah, I do, I do. But uh, in this case, I'm the buddy box, so I didn't care to make model saves for the different things I was buddy boxing for. It makes sense, well, but it does because this happened, right? right. And uh, you know, so so wait, wait, so let me ask you a question, mm-hmm. AK Mike. So for your Free Sky Radio, did you make individual models for this one, or did you do you just have one that says like trainer and that's DX DX eighteen buddy? That's what it says. Because all, oh, all I'm sending so, to him is is uh, you know throttle rudder elevator. Right. So what I'm saying is you didn't you didn't set this model up in your radio, then buddy box it together. You just have no. a generic yeah model set up, yeah. which is the way the way you would do it. Okay, this is the way you would do it. But because the Mangler that we flew was a totally different configuration, right. I changed it on my box and I didn't change it back. If I had pre-flighted, that would have been no issue. But right, I didn't right. pre-flight. So well, no. What I was what I was getting at more we so is if you had if you saves. if you had made you know a model for the yeah, Mangler, I get you, and you had made, yeah, okay. Saves, that's all. I, that's all I was just trying to confirm it because there was I could have had model selected. I could have had any other thing, right? It's yeah, just yeah, that yeah. it didn't do the pre-flight checks. Gotcha. Those gotcha. Things no, I was just trying to see just how you had the radio configured, you know, for your normal setup. That's all. Well, that's we'll do that tonight. We're going to do that tonight and and fly it again tomorrow. Okay. Make sure that works. So, but yeah, but Wild. there's nothing I could have done differently. I mean, there's some things I could have done differently and it would have mitigated those issues. But but I think the lesson here is do your pre-flight checks. That's the lesson. That's what it well, is. You, you could have just flipped the thing around on the swivel, held the aileron upside down and flown. Well, if I as good as Mike. <laughs> if, he, if he would have uh, launched it upside down, it would have been perfect. 
<laughs> yeah, only for two more seconds until I try to do something with the ailerons again and zap, right? Oh, man. Yeah. So, wow. Well, A, I'm glad that your plane survived. Yeah, me too. You know, your birthday. Because nothing sucks the worst than on maidens and you ruin the plane or you yeah. wreck it. Yeah. And believe me, I've done more than I wish to count. Uh, I have done that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the second thing I learned, uh, um, the second thing I learned is uh, that when you fly this plane, you got to put in a good amount of rudder. If you don't put the good amount of rudder in, it's going to torque over on you. And even with aileron, flying with aileron, Mike and I talked a lot about <clears throat> this, and, and Mike has the you know the dynamics. You can talk about that, but just. Doing it with the rudder made more sense because what I had to do, basically I was doing a quick draw, right? My right hand, I left my right hand off the radio because that would be the tossing hand, even though Mike was tossing it, right? right? I was just letting Mike toss it because I wanted to have a little distraction. We were just sort of doing this in increments, right? Trying to learn how to control this plane on takeoff uh, with with as if I'm doing it myself, right? So we're simulating small bits of it as we go along. And uh, he said, all right, so just give it lots of, not lots, but yeah, it was about half rudder, uh, almost full rudder, uh, and then give it throttle. Well, I can't hold the radio, toss it, and do that with my thumb. I can't do it that way. And then he said, well, just put your finger next to the stick. Don't put it on the stick. Put it next to the stick in the little groove where the stick travels. And then you can you can push the rudder over a little bit, and you can push the throttle up. And so I practiced that a little bit when it was on the ground, not doing anything, and then we did it for real. And uh, I was surprised at how well that worked. I mean, I didn't I didn't know it was going to work. It, he obviously did, so it was just a matter of me executing on what he... Is it, is it me, or do you hear a little bit of angst in his voice for today? Is it, <laughs> do you hear that? He's a little anxiousness of like, well, oh, this has been one on. of those days. I, do, I fully I empathize with the man because... He had this beautiful, gorgeous plane that you yeah. painted for him for his He still birthday. does. It, it yeah. didn't get destroyed. No, but, but I'm just trying to convey the feel. It's, you know, it's just like you gave me that beautiful jet behind me. Right. You know, put it together. It's easy peasy, easy to go together, but still, you, right. you help me put it together. You bring the beautiful gift, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> go fly it. And, and even though I've flown before and I know what I'm doing, I'm so nervous, and the reason I'm nervous is because I don't want anything bad to happen yeah. while you're yeah. standing there, right? right? Which, if I yes. went and flew it myself, I probably would have no problems or issues whatsoever because the plane flies so well. Right. But because you're standing there and we're talking about things, and I'm just overly nervous because I don't want anything to happen to wreck it and <laughs> smoking a hole, and I only flew it for 30 seconds like, oh, sorry. Hey, that was, that was fun 30 seconds. That, yeah, that was so fun 30 out. seconds. Thanks, Thanks for the gumball. And you'll so, go walk out the field. Right. So one of the things that I fly, we talked about this before, but I'm a thumb flyer, right? You know, I fly with right. my two thumbs, and then I, my fingers exercise all the radios, and I don't have a neck strap. So dexterity-wise, I'm not relying on the neck strap to hold my radio. I have to physically hold it. And Mike is a finger flyer. He fly, He's a pincher. He's a so pincher. He flies with these two. So what was happening is that Mike was balancing the radio on his belly, basically, and trying to add throttle and rudder at the same time. And you know what happens is like, uh, you know, it's like trying to push a wet noodle around because it's on his, you know, 
Right. So so he's trying. We wanted to practice because he said, "Look, I'm going to be doing this and hand launching it on my own. I would like to learn that while I'm here, while I have a buddy box. Because if something happens to it in this initial phase, I want you to be able to to kind of save it." Which we figured out wasn't always the case because once or twice I tried to save it. Um, you know, it it already was headed to the ground. There's nothing I could do. Well, well, I would say that the two times you tried to save it was it was reverse ailerons. There's nobody could have saved it. No way you could have saved it. What well, wasn't my ailerons weren't reversed. No. Uh, yeah, but I had already got it in the attitude that there's no way you could have saved it. Oh, it was, that's true. They're, they're, you know, they're only six feet off off the ground. You, right. You know, right, it would have right, been right. Superman to, right. to really solve that. Plus, this thing only has a very little throw because it's so fast. It's yeah, not a right. 3D flyer. Right, so, right, right. You know, you have to have, you know, the, a loop it's on this thing is not a small loop. Yeah. You have to have uh, uh, some real estate to get around the bottom. And so the one... The one time I actually did save it, yeah. it kind of went between two trees, and I'm like, I got it, and you know, kind of flew it down to the ground, and nothing really happened there. I right. think we broke the prop, maybe. But the other time, it was literally in a you know over rotating, yeah, no and way. I I grabbed it and actually leveled it before uh, it hit. before it hit. Uh, that's how but, not, but it how was, he didn't kill the yeah, prop on that it, one. It didn't didn't break the prop, but I I got it level, but there was no way I was going to be able to right on the come out of the bottom of it. So. But anyway, you can see this dilemma where he's pushing on the radio and it's moving around. And I go, what are you doing? You know, and so that's when he mentioned earlier about, you know, I told him, I was like, look, you're going to have to do this. And I held my radio out and I pushed it up. He said, I can't do that. My hand won't work that way. And so I told him, just lay your thumb beside it and use the, lay it on now the Now I could thing. actually grip the, th- the yeah, radio. Yeah, so you're holding the radio. And, and then using it, using my thumb to grip and control that rudder and throttle because that's got to do that with the one right. thumb. So well, i got to so, think about that for a second because, you know, I Well, grab I your radio. Jets. Grab yeah, your radio. Well, no, radio. I, it's just one of those things that I, from launching the uh, the tough wing to a couple of the, the jets that I have and I launch underhand, I guess I don't even think about how I hold the radio. How do you I hold it? I just throttle it up and, the, and I hold the radio and I launch it and then I... And yeah, so in those though, they're not tor- like they don't have that torque. Yeah, component. they're not torquing over. And this is the problem: is so this speed rate, this racer, this pylon mm-hmm. racer, is got the torque component that most planes don't have. Right. And I would do exactly what you're talking about. If I yeah. had a rudder plane that didn't torque over, I would put the throttle up, put my right hand on the sticks, toss that bad boy up with my left, and up it would go. And that's how I would fly mm. it because it doesn't torque over. But this is different because it's got this torque component. That's new to me anyway, not new to Mike. Uh, and I don't know how many of the planes that you have that do that, but maybe you don't. But um, but you know how to do fly that. And we talked a little bit about yeah. how I learned to fly planes and uh, how you and I have had lots of conversations about how um, and flying with rudder only. Uh, and when you mm-hmm. learn, when you use a, a rudder, a, what is it, rudder elevator plane that you right. put the rudder on the left stick, that way you can properly learn how to fly with the rudder. And we talked a little bit about you know, sure. good progressions and possible ways of teaching that. That that aside, maybe we'll talk about that some other mm-hmm. some other time. That aside, uh, uh, you know, I learned how to launch it with that putting my finger next to the stick. It's a it's a great idea, and it worked fantastically. In fact, of the last two or three that I did, oh yeah, they're perfect. Um, I, I, the one of them I had the rudder cranked over, mm-hmm. and uh, and I went and hit it and. You know, it yawed instead of rolling, basically, what ended up right. happening. And so it would take off, and it yawed over, and I'd say, oh, okay, I just let go of the – now I can just let go of that stick altogether because it's still got the right throttle, 
I just let go of it. The rudder centers, and now I have my right hand on the. By that time, I have my hand, right hand on the, on the on the radio, right on the radio, and off okay, it goes. Cool. It, it was an interesting dynamic to the two of us, you know, because my demeanor versus Mike's demeanor are totally different. Yeah, and uh, you know, Mike was incredibly frustrated. Yeah. Where I was kind of like, oh, "What are you doing?" You know. Yeah. And it was funny. He said something to me earlier today. He said, y- "You are telling me to do certain things, expecting me to change my behavior, but this is my behavior." Right. This is the this is the way I already do things. You're thinking, well, you need to do it differently. But when I go back home, this is what you see. So I had to think about that and go, okay, well, how do I how do I get him to do what he normally does and make it feel comfortable? And that's kind of when we went. Well, some of it wasn't comfortable. You you said to me, "This is going to feel uncomfortable. This is what you need to do." Right. And I did it, and it worked. Right. Uh, And and that was the whole rudder thing. And but once it worked. All of a sudden, it wasn't uncomfortable anymore because it worked. Right. Right. And but it had to work once. It had to work. It had, <laughs> he had to see the airplane track out and just go straight out on a 45, right. no rolling, no turning, yeah. and then bring his hand up and put his pinchers on the left, on the right stick, and then, then it didn't start matter. flying. Then yeah. it didn't matter. But, you know, a lot of times when you trim an airplane up and you get the airplane trimmed, like I was telling Mike, if if the airplane is perfectly trimmed the way you want it, and you are flying it, and you pitch up to a forty five degree upline and let go of the sticks, it's going to go to a forty five. It's right. not going to roll. It's not going to pitch. You know any of that. It's going to roll. I mean, it's going to track on the forty five till it runs out of energy, and then it'll start sinking or it'll go over and and fly this little kind of parabolic pattern. And that's what I was trying to tell Mike. If you ha- if this thing has the correct amount of rudder. When it's launched, it will just track straight out on a 45. And it took about, what, three or four launches, a couple of scary, you know, moments and the, oh, craps. And then, <laughs> uh, and then it happened. And when it happened, it was like this big relief. You could see him over there. He was like, huh, like this light bulb came on. And then he's like, I'm going to come around and do that again. And that's when, you know, yeah, it was like the heavens opened and just poured all this knowledge on him. So the good news is we got to talk a little bit about, you know, once again, about the aerodynamics of, of, of flying. And I told him, you know, I said, in the real airplane, when you get into this really slow flight and you have a really high deck angle on a real airplane, a lot of guys use the ailerons to try and control the, the, the way the airplane's right. rolling. and. Unfortunately, you can't do that. It creates drag, and the wing will drop. But if you do it with the rudder, you can actually hold the the you know the airplane kind of straight. It's kind of like three Ding in a way. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I, I had a student not too long ago. Um, his name's Randy, but uh, you know he was really nervous about flying, and and uh, and he didn't quite understand that too. So we actually went up in a one seventy two. I told him, I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I grabbed the control yoke. And I lock I, I didn't lock it, but I just held it in place. So I didn't put any aileron. It was aileron was totally neutral. The elevator was totally neutral. And I said, I need you to do a hundred and eighty degree turn to the left. And he looked at me like, how am I supposed to do that? I said, With your feet. <laughs> With your feet. He goes, Really? And I go, Step on the left rudder. So he steps on the left rudder, and of course the wing starts to dip. We start this left turn. And he starts, you know, trying to correct with the ailerons, and I won't let him touch the yoke. Right. I just hold it in place. And he's like, we're, we're still turning. We're still turning. And I go, step on the right rudder. And he steps on the right rudder, but not enough. Uh-huh. And so it just stops the turn, but we're still in the turn. And I go, you need more right rudder. 
So finally, he pushes really hard on the right rudder, and guess what? The wing comes back up, and he levels the flight. He levels the airplane. And I go, now let's make a, another 180-degree turn to the right. So he turns the airplane to the right, and now all of a sudden it's kind of like, hey, this airplane will fly without ailerons. And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> it's something that, you know, that uh, the most people don't understand. And today Mike kind of learned that, that basically the, the yawing motion is what turns the airplane. The, the ailerons only roll the airplane. That's really all they do. And, you know, it's 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 a hard concept to learn, but I think once Mike found that today, it was kind of eye opening. So the other thing that uh, Mike probably doesn't remember, um, but happened a couple times, was oh. when we were doing <laughs> pilot mat, uh, pilot and control. Um, yeah. I would have control. Two of my launches um, were aborted, and yeah, that's uh, true. And at first, I was like, "Oh, damn! I did it again!" And then I realized after Mike said, "Oh, sorry." What are you sorry about? I hit the stick. <laughs> you did what? What do you mean? Oh, I was following you with my sticks, and then because I hit my sticks, it gives me control. You took over control. Uh, <laughs> I was like, ah, okay. And that happened a couple times. Oh, wait. One time was with on your pants. One time it caught on my cargo shorts. <laughs> and one time, one time. But none of those caused, none of those were dr- drastic uh, no, repair no, issues. No. They, <laughs> no, they just kind of. No, it's just like, what happened? Well, I found out. I mean, you know, it, it says right on my radio, instructor has control. And uh, the first time I had the radio down by my side because I was launching the airplane. Uh-huh. And I'm holding on to the radio, and I launched the airplane. And right as I went to go bring my radio up into my hand, I hit the aileron stick, and it goes, bring, instructor has control. So luckily, as I got it up into my hands, I was like, I got it. You know, <laughs> I just right. circled around and came in. But the second time, I was like, okay, I can't. You know, he said, don't hit your pants with it. So I gave him control, and now I'm actually holding the radio in both hands. <laughs> this time, right? by this time, I'm throwing. Right, he's already got the this, launch down. Yeah, and this I'm time holding I'm it. throwing it. And then he starts. He throws the thing, and it starts to roll. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, correct, correct, correct. Well, you actually, know? you were saying you said so. You yeah. said so. You know, do you fix it, fix the roll, whatever you said. I can't remember. I'm like, right or whatever, you know. And and but but my fingers are going in the direction. They're sitting on the sticks, right? But they're going in the direction that I want him to correct. And all of a sudden, he goes, "Instructor has instructor control." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, I got it, you know. But and unfortunately, because of the way our boxes work, uh, I, I mine is at idle thrust, right? Right. I, I don't have any. I, I, you I'm, could have. You could have turned. You could have turned the throttle up when when I have control. Right. I could have, and then given you control, yeah. and then yours would have been it. But right. I just didn't do that. I just yeah. left it and gave him control, so right. it was always at idle because right. I didn't right. want it to be at full throttle or whatever. Right. You know, if he's sense. coming to the ground. That makes sense. So because I can fly it without the throttle, it's just a big glider. Right. But uh, anyway, it was a good time today, uh, by the way, and and I think Mike learned a lot. I we did. learned a lot. I, I was did. really impressed with the airplane because of the abuse it took. Uh, you know, there's some paint chips. As Mike said, it looks like he's had it, and it's, you know. It's, it's a three-year-old plane and, you know, <laughs> in two days. In two days. It's <laughs> aged about three years. He put some wet, more weathering on it. It's that's definitely what, got that's what it is, weathering. And I asked him if he wanted me to shoot the airbrush on it before he left, but he said no. So he said, no, nah, this will remind him to, uh, to do Keep it. Keep the rudder in yeah. it, too. <laughs> but it, it flies great. It, it does. Um, it really does. What? You know, and I awesome thought story, I thought guys. three cell is going to be a wuss, right? I thought, you know what, this is going to be really boring, and I, after a few flights, I'm going to want to be flying four and five mm-hmm. cells. And I think some of those guys out there put motors and and escapes in there that take a six cell, right. you know, just stuff looking on RC groups and stuff. 
And uh, this thing, this thing goes. It goes with three cells. Oh, That's yeah. amazing how much it can go. Uh, I don't know. We didn't puff any of his batteries that I know of, but well, I imagine if we put a 20C battery in there, it probably would have. Yeah, if maybe. If it was a brand new 20C. I it just wouldn't have though, gone fast enough. I mean, it would have gone slower. Right. I guarantee, though, it would keep up with the tough wing. Oh, I agree Good. with that. Okay. It, cool. I think it Very might cool. beat it. It might beat the tough wing. It's got a bigger prop, so yeah. it makes sense it would. But well, I will I will keep an eye out for when they go on sale again cuz I think you got yours for what $99? Mm-mm. Uh what 129 or 129 and it's still out there at 129 yeah. so oh, okay. we'll get it right I thought now. I thought it was 99 bucks. Maybe you're okay. right, Jay. Maybe it was 99 bucks and I and I paid 30 bucks for shipping. Oh, uh, maybe so. Could have been. Yeah. Cuz it was yeah, cuz I think I want to say it was $99 and then maybe it wasn't 30, maybe it was 20. You know. Because I thought you paid like 120 something for the whole thing. I think that's the price delivered. that it currently is right now. Yeah, it's at 129.99. But you can yeah, be right, yeah. Jay. But uh, I'll but look I, it up. I I'll look it up. We can check. I'll look it up later. Twenty dollars shipping, yeah. something like not, that, and it came out to 125 yeah. delivered. Right, right. So anyway, I'll keep an eye out for the next time they have another sale. Well, um, let's see. What else did we do yesterday? We did all that, or that was a lot of that was today. But yesterday we, uh, you got to fly almost everything. We, bu- we figured this buddy box out. This this wireless buddy box was awesome. It was awesome. Nice. Because, you know, first of all, for a spectrum to spectrum, you just turn it on and go. This right. was a spectrum to a FR to, Sky. To trans- well, but I had a spectrum module, don't forget. Right. But still, it was, you know, we're trying to figure it out. And we were standing in a group uh, this weekend with a bunch of guys. And they're like, yeah, forget it. You know, you'll never figure that out. And Mike did. You know, Mike figured out how to get it all working and. And uh, he was able to fly pretty much every airplane, you know, that we took out there. Huh? So nice. He loved the L thirty nine. Yeah, that's awesome. I did dairy turns. Woo-hoo. He did. I oh, taught him good. how to do some dairy turns, and he did a really good job with those. That was a little frustrating doing that too, because we were talking language that neither one of us was connecting with. So. Yeah, Mike would say roll, and I and would, roll. would roll the, the other wrong way. Yeah, I'd be like, why'd you roll that way? He goes, you said roll. I go, not to the right, to the left. He's like. Well, you didn't say to the left. I'm like, no, but you're in a left turn. I want you to roll left to the right turn. He's like, oh. So it took a couple of times, and then finally he landed, and um, we, uh, I picked the airplane up and showed him kind of what I wanted to do. And then Spencer actually went out with his with his flash, which is, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on our Facebook listeners group page. Uh, and you can, you know, unfortunately it's on you our see phone. The dot. You, can, you see the dot, but, but actually Spencer was come zipping by and I, I was telling him about it. And then finally I yelled over there. I was like, Spencer, do a dairy turn. So we both turned around and he came ripping through there. And as you know, I mean, he's doing 180 miles an hour and, you know, right above the deck and just whoosh, rips it into the other direction. So now that Mike actually got to see what it looked like. It made a whole, a whole lot more sense. Right. Well, it took me sometimes to try it, yeah. him to tell me again. To, I mean, try it again, and then it finally started getting a rhythm I could use yeah. that would work because you know it really takes because it's a jet and it's moving along. It really takes some. You got to have good placement on the runway so you can see the damn thing. Otherwise, right. you can't see it. Right. It's too far right. out, and yeah. so that's another challenge is just managing the plane too far away or coming in and whatever. And so that was a. That was a good time. Yeah, I, really I kept telling it. him, I'm like, you need to bring that in a little closer. <laughs> I 3D'd the Katana. And- yep, you did 3D the Katana. You flew the big 106. And yeah. uh, we flew that one a couple times. That was uh, fun. Yesterday. And then um, 
I did a dead stick on the katana. Yes. That was funny. First oh, one what out. happened? What's that? Just the, the engine died. Just the engine quit. It's I just... think I had it in a low idle setting, and I pulled the power off, and it just died. So I was out there goofing off. Luckily, I wasn't, like, hovering above yeah. the runway or anything, but I was I was zipping downwind, and I went to go turn in towards the runway, and the engine quit, and I thought, ow. <laughs> so I dead-sticked it in. And then uh, I, I was talking to Mike, and I took my finger off the – tailwheel and it kind of rolled off the runway and started four-wheel driving out in the dirt <laughs> and i'm Mike's like what, like, what are you doing? doing i'm like oh well i you know once i went off i didn't want to just like turn it really hard to get back on but i looked away and it kind of rolled off the runway so he was laughing at me but then i had to do the walk of shame go out there and actually drag it back so, <laughs> un- unlike electrics where i can just you know recycle it and i've got power and come on back come on so, back, so i have a story to tell because uh this is similar to something that we've heard before is that about the L39? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm getting ready to take off the L39. Now we're on a buddy box. We're on a buddy box, and I got control. Uh, he's trusting me to take it off, and uh, uh, the time before that, uh, we were having trouble with occasional rudder uh, nose wheel disconnect. Yeah. So nose, nose wheel was, was intermittent. disconnecting. So really? Uh, yeah. So I was flying at one time, and. Uh, it was going down the runway and, of course, toward the fence. Yeah, it, tur- <laughs> it just took a it took a complete left so, turn. So Mike had to take, pick up on it and uh, take that one off. But we got it on the runway and we were, okay, you know, if, whew, you know, everything's good. We got it back on the runway, another battery, whatever. And so I'm rolling it out. Everything's good. Nose wheel's working, and I'm starting to take off. And Mike goes abort. No, no, he yeah, says reject, 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 reject. And I'm like reject. I, I'm not gonna. I don't have any ejection seat. What am I Tuesday. doing? Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. He's what? like, you want me to do what? <laughs> and so, spam, spam, Sorry, spam. there was a there's a little bit of professional, uh, yeah. professional. Uh, Which now I know. If he says reject. It really means support. <laughs> I can do the conversion. It's fine. And uh, and he's like, and I'm like, what is going on? What what do you what do you what's happening? He goes, dude, the flap is the flap control arm is dangling down. Didn't you see it? No, I did not. So I had this oh. flap. So luckily, luckily, I hadn't rotated. No. Nope. Uh, well, I had rotated up, but just I wa- barely. But I hadn't. Well, I was about to turn. I was just about to turn, and he was about to hit flaps up because yeah. he had control of the flaps and the gear. I didn't. Right. And so he's about to hit flaps up. And he goes, "Nope, just fly it down, fly it down." Then he, then he well, took, I did hit flaps up because the flaps were down. Whatever. I mean, just yeah. saying whatever yeah. the flap yeah. situation was, I didn't control it. He did. And so then, he, and then he hit the switch and took control to land it out to the end of the runway. And I was like, what? That just happened? He goes, yeah, the arm's down. I was like, really? And this we go, got it. And there it is, hanging down. Guess what? The I screw know, came out. Just hanging there? Yeah. The screw the came head out. Come of the, off, did uh, it come off the head? Come off uh-huh. the yeah. Yeah. Same screw exact again? thing that happened yeah. to you. Exactly. No and I was like, that's way. just yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. It was that's funny. just weird. So, so do you have to put some blue Loctite on those? Or well, what? that's what we were thinking, but we don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm not even really sure why. I mean, I, I don't fly off of a... Uh, you know, grass runway, so it's not like it gets bounced around a lot. I'm usually on a paved runway, yeah. but for some reason, they're just tiny, tiny one millimeter screws, I think, or two millimeter screws. Hmm. One, one probably. And uh, it just kind of backed out. So, you know, dude, all I can say for it, because that's just what happened to me. And I'm just, same thing. Mike was like, up. Oh. He aborted the, the takeoff and he just landed. You know, he was, he had control. And I'm like, why, why'd you land? You know, why didn't you take off? And he's like, oh, don't you see the arm hanging off? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, you I just know, said plane, we were dude. walking back. Mike goes, 
This sounds vaguely familiar. Yes. <laughs> vaguely <laughs> was it the familiar. left or the yeah. right, Jay? That's what I want to know. Was it the left or the right for your L39? Oh, good question. I think it was the right. Okay, yeah, mine was, was a, mine was the left. It was, was, was the left. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy, dude. It's well, crazy. so you know when I saw that, and he was just pulling back, so the nose was just coming up, yeah. and in my world, uh, a, an aborted takeoff. Uh, basically, the verbiage is reject my aircraft, and the captain takes the aircraft from you know if the first officer's takeoff. So that's exactly what you know. It just it just filtered out of there right out of my mouth. You know, yeah. reject, reject, <laughs> and I'm like, I got it. You know, reject my aircraft, and, and so he's it's, like, what? It's a what? good what? thing what? abort. See, it's you a know? good thing that uh, AK Mike didn't you know didn't have master because he would have said, hang up, hang up, hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Since he works for AT&T, yeah, he would have right. said, hang up, hang up, hang up. And you would have been like, what? What? That's right. Hang up. Yep. I told you to hang up. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, In my oh, world, yeah. but see, that's what the, happens. That's right. But no, see, Jay, once I wouldn't again, have said that. the same exact thing, <laughs> if you have one flap out and one flap you know, is not because the, the control horn. That thing would have rotated. As over. soon as you rotate, it would have oh, just yeah. rolled really hard into the ground. And yeah, and I saw it, and we rejected it. And so well, you, the brought rest, the fla- you brought the flap. You brought the flap. I hit the us. flap switch so fast because yeah. he was just in the rotation phase, and of course it takes like I have mine set for like a three seconds. So, so it must have fallen off during that rotation. I mean, it it must could, have. Well, it fell off way before then because I saw it as it went by. So was it the flap down during that? Yeah, I put the flaps down. No, and, but I mean, was that flap? It couldn't have been down. It would have just mm-hmm. flapped right up into the no, wind. No, right? it probably it probably pulled it down, and then as you made a turn or whatever, and then as you it started, it, 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 it put pressure on the on the flap and, itself, and it came up and it popped off. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, uh-huh. so we liked that. So the rest of the time, we flew without any flaps, which was kind of hilarious in a in a. Song. Yeah. So he was basically hunting. For a way to crash that thing, because because yes. until we got home later that Hunting? night, uh, it mean? still had the rudder nose wheel issue and it had the missing flaps. As so I was like, oh. well, it's only going to be one more thing that could cause this thing to go nose down. Like, right? Oh yeah, one more thing. But he was like, and then he gives it to Spencer to fly. Now, now, luckily, he put the control arm back on there. He shoved it on there with his, you know, with just friction. Right, right. And so it, I guess we forgot to tell him or whatever. We did. Uh, so Spencer goes, hey, I want to fly your L3. And he's like, sure, because he's working on the katana or whatever. And he's like, sure, no problem. And so Spencer takes it up there and he goes, oh, yeah, hey, Spence, no flaps. <laughs> and Spence's like, well, I took off with flaps. <laughs> well, you're probably not going to be able to land with them. So well, uh, I walked. Oh, we walked back out there and told him what that yeah. what happened. He goes, "Oh, so I'll just land without flaps." And I go, "Yeah, it's no big deal." Well, that airplane lands pretty hot without yeah, flaps. Sure but does. he did a good job. I mean, yeah, he did a great. He was it windy that day, or what was it like? Uh, you uh, know, he had some breeze. A little bit. One of the things about yeah, it didn't, that, it didn't look that it didn't look that bad from the videos off no. of our no, no, Facebook Live. Well, one of the things page. about that particular runway is that on the far right end, there are two things going on. One is it's not really flat. It oh. kind of has a little bit of a dip, and then it has a downhill thing that goes down probably three or four feet. Yeah, because really. of the water runoff. Yeah, right. and so it goes down. Well, because of that, uh, Spencer was coming in nice and low to, uh, you know, because he, he didn't have any flaps. Right. And uh, he gets right at that burble, and that thing just gets sucked to the to the runway, just and it didn't really hit it, uh, but he uh, was able to save it because he pitched up. Yeah. But uh, it was like, wow, that would have been good. I know, it would have been. He was right at the end where that thing was burbling. So and funny. so then I flew it later and uh, came in really super hot, too, because we were flying. And we fly it down to the last 
you know, five seconds of flight time. And then we just haul butt back to the runway. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, we touched down, and I, I was just, this thing was moving. I touched down like halfway down the runway, and then I saw that, it, you know, everybody's like, brakes, brakes. <laughs> and, and I knew that there was no, no way. Yeah. I have no brakes on this thing. No and brakes. so I was about to go off the end of the runway, so I had enough airspeed. I just pulled back on the elevator and did a wheelie off the end of the runway. And so rather than have the oh, nose, right. you know, drop off Catch, the end right. and then go in, it, it basically, the the nose wheel came up like it was going to rotate. It hopped off, skipped, bounced, did a little wheelie, and then it came to a stop. And everybody was like, that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fun. We had a good time. So the other thing, you got to fly the A-10. What would you think of that? I liked it. Um, I was a little nervous about that one because I know that's you know that you worked hard on that one yeah. and I didn't really want to crash that. He was, of course, still we were doing buddy boxing, right. but I just you know I just didn't. I was really uncomfortable flying it at first, and then I got to fly it like once more. I think after that, maybe yeah. twice more. And uh, but after like a couple times, I was like, "Let's do this." Yeah, he was ready to fly. It. Yeah, it's fun. It's a well, fun you know, you, you know that uh, AK Mike had a, he had an A ten as well, right? I know, but it didn't fare as well as this A10. one. I think. Well, I made my own A10. I know you did the whole, yep. modded it up. Yep. And we actually saw it, pictures. It was of a, the... it was a. I would call it the A10 bus. Yes, because the uh, <laughs> because the fuse part was more like a big box right. than it was. But uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, the uh, glue I was using didn't hold well, and those right. stabilizers that one of them vertical stabilizers came off. The really cool thing about that was that plane came down. Not a thing was like broken. It, it it broke the foam, right? But like all the parts I had used, like nothing was broken. It wow. came down like a nice, like a leaf twisting around. <laughs> <laughs> I just killed the throttle, and it was just like. That's cool. It would have been cool if I would been able to control one of the motors because I might have actually been able to do something with right. it, like to slow it down more. Yeah. From spinning so much, but I think the spinning actually That's helped pretty it. Pretty cool. Not not dead. So I, I will tell you that Spencer flew my A10 as well. And right. uh, actually got a tumble out of my A10. He tumbled? I didn't, I didn't he tumbled your A10? Made me a little nervous. Made me a little nervous. I told him to tumble his own A10. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I, he uh, it was a gentle tumble. I mean, he got it really slow and, and let it go over its nose. But uh, it actually did it. And uh, I was pretty shocked that uh, he was able to actually get it. to. So would he pitch over. up and then let it go over? How did that work? Yeah, he actually... Uh, kind of pitched up and S started a roll and then he pushed forward on a stick and it kind of went over. So he was almost in the vertical and then it just kind of went over on its own, you know, kind of went over the tail. Right, right. So it was losing its out, you know, losing its energy anyway. But, um, I told him, I was like, Whoa, 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 let's not destroy my airplane. I put a lot of work into that thing. He got a brand new one sitting over there. That's I got my eye on, you know, here's going to be a box of foam, but he did a good job. And, and, uh, now if you haven't seen it, uh, we were able to uh, fly together. Once again, Mike was nice enough to put something I, on I our- did see it, and it was very cool, uh, although you guys kind of tricked me because I thought you were going to – saw the formation take off, and then you guys – I heard the buzzers, you know, bing, 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 two and a half minutes later said, okay, it's time to land. You guys set up, and we're in formation. I thought, oh, they're going to do a formation landing. Yeah, we they, were. They, got enough, they were. they have enough spacing, and then somebody was like way off the runway. I was like, uh. who – who is that, and why are they over there? It was so me. what? what <laughs> okay, so what happened? Well, because uh, basically we were coming in, and uh, it's really strange when you're doing close formation like that uh, on RC airplanes because <laughs> I actually literally have to push out to get lined up. 
Like I can't cut in short and get lined up because I'm at a. Right. I don't right. know if that makes especially if you're lag, you know, lagging. You try to cut, you know, correct. You get, I, get I, I close the angle difference, and so I actually have to fly out, and it looks like I'm pushing. Uh, Spencer, you know, said I'll take the uh, the inside, inside, which is closest, which to is us. closest to us, and so I'm having to push him further out to get lined up on my side, and I pushed a little far out, and he goes, "Make sure you stay." He goes, "You need your to be further further on your side of the runway." So I pushed the little rudder in there, ruddered myself over. Only from where I was, I ruddered it right off the runway, and I wasn't okay. gonna. So I I could have ruddered back to it, you know, but it, he was already down. I was already he was already yeah, touching yeah. down, and I was like, "Criminy!" I <clears throat> I pushed a little too far out, is what I did. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I just uh, basically hit the throttle. I did a really low pass, you know, and just broke off and came around, landed behind him. So. But we were uh, we've done them before, uh, just this particular time. I think it was a pretty good crosswind at that point too. So I think we uh, that was just me. I I right at the last second, I I didn't want to just make it. You know, he was filming, so I didn't want to make it like holy crap, he just ran into Spencer. I'd already tried that twice, right? <laughs> I think I think I, th- I don't know if you could hear it, but I think Spencer said something. You got to stay on your side of the runway or something <laughs> he did. like that. Well, because you know we we did a low flyby with information and i got i got too close to him i mean i got really close yeah to you him. did and he's like hey get away <laughs> get away from me he, he, he said i had to avoid you two times <laughs> yeah that's what he said so but i you know i pushed out again and we came down and i was trying to get underneath the wing and he was coming down and i was coming down and then i kind of slid over and i think because of the crosswind i was the, the wind was kind of blowing in our face and so yeah. it kind of was blowing me towards and I wasn't using quite the rudder I should have been to kind of line up with him. But we came by, and it's on the video. You can barely see it because we came by right almost over our heads, and Mike was trying to catch us both in there. Yeah, but it was hard. We were pretty close together, close yeah. enough that Spencer was like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking like, of uh, uh, like a video or anything, did you have uh, any video on any of the planes? What do you mean? Uh, no. As a matter of fact, um when oh. we were talking to you last time on the phone, uh, I had it in my hand sitting in the living room, and I set it on the, the coffee table. And then we went and did our thing, and that camera sat on the coffee table all weekend. So <laughs> beautiful. Like, every time we got out there, I'd be like, where did I put that camera? And I'd be looking around. And I'm like, I thought I'd put it in my bag. And when we got home today, or yesterday, actually, right? Yesterday. I mean, it was sitting there next to where we were talking. Mike and I were sitting on the couch. Where the batteries were. Where the yeah. batteries were, yeah. So anyway, no, we didn't get that uh, any video on the airplanes, but we were busy beavers, man. We flew a lot. We flew well, good what, for you. Well, it looks like you said, even though our viewers can't see us, uh, it it looks like you guys have been out in the out oh, outside yeah. Oh, yeah. all week no long. No question. We uh, we no hit the Sun, Sun Valley. F- well, we actually hit the field at just a little past eight, and I think we made it home just a little past two, one. Because we went to oh one. yesterday oh yesterday oh yeah geez that was like six yeah, or six something. o'clock yeah so we were out wow. there from eight to six both of us were dead we uh you know it's stupid we took a glass of water for six <laughs> hours my mom would be upset oh your mom would be <laughs> terribly upset so this time we froze a couple of gallons of water and took them out with us and but we were like parched yesterday we we're like oh man if I only had some water. <laughs> we started stealing, stealing ice, ice out of, out of, yeah, out of out Spencer's out of chest. Yeah, it was good. It was fun, but unfortunately, 
we're down to the last day. I mean, Mike leaves tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sad. So, but I think he accomplished a lot, which is good. You know, he um, he got to fly the fundraiser, got to help paint it, learn a little bit about airbrushing. This was a good opportunity, you know, because unlike uh, the last time he was here was for the Electric Festival, and that was spent mostly just you know podcasting and doing um, you know Electric Festival festivities stuff, stuff over yeah. there flying and you know meeting everybody and kind of hanging out but and oogling time, and oogling the fundraiser and oogling the fundraiser yeah so this was good that he got to learn a couple of new skills and i i think you know honestly he he said that he's taking back a few things that he and i talked about as far as flying and aerodynamics and like well like yeah taking back to you mean dallas is that what you yeah, yeah taking back to dallas because, you know, I forget sometimes, too, that I, you know, my professional backgrounds in aviation, I was an instructor in aviation, you know, aviation instructor, RC instructor, you know, I've I've done a lot of RC stuff, you know, skill level wise, I forget when people, I've known them for five years, and they're like, oh, we fly all the time. Yeah, but they don't fly every day, <laughs> right. you know, right. or or they don't probably fly at my, my time frame or my level, you know, kind of thing. And I, I forget sometimes that people are, I'm like, what are you doing? You know? And he's like, Mike, I don't, this is what I know. I don't know anything other than this. And then I was like, Oh, hang sorry. up, hang up. I know. Right. <laughs> so it's, it is difficult, you know, cause in the RC world, everybody has, um, you know, different levels and, and, uh, different skill levels. And I, I obviously look up to some of the guys I fly with. They do really, really well. And, you know, I thought it was really kind of cool that Mike learned how to do a dairy turn. Yeah, I was really jazzed. And uh, he was pretty cool. I, I know Philip has asked us a couple of times, you know, what that is. And we've had a couple of requests on our Facebook page. And it's really tough to get uh, a good sense of how fast this thing actually works until you actually see it happen. Right. You know. Well, AK Mike, there, there is a little it. bit of it. It works very well on the tough wing. What? To do a dairy, to do a dairy turn. On the tough wing. It would work well on a tough wing? It works very well. Oh, you did it on a tough wing. Well, yeah. yeah. I showed him when I was up there last oh, time I was cool. flying a tough yeah, wing. Yeah, so we were practicing. That's how I was practicing. I can see yeah. that. I, I, I seem to do that on a tough wing anyway because I'm just flying all over the place. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but now you know what you're doing. That was a dairy turn. You know what it's called. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose, but I did it right there. Oh, my gosh. Well, Looking at the clock, guys, once again, I know, right? looks like up. our hour's up. Wow. It goes by so fast. Just like your week is up. So I hope you, you know. I didn't want to hear that. I know I didn't either. <sighs> well, you, you can actually go back and get some rest. It looks like you guys worked it hard this week. Yeah, I mean, we you, worked, yeah, I'm tired you worked from hard on your, on your recreation and, and uh, I, vacation. I need some work. <laughs> he needs to go to work to relax. Yeah. Well, no, no, work. no. You, usually when, you know, like you said, we come down for the for the electric festival or we go over to each other's houses, there's always some other project or something else going on. And I would sure. say, like, this is the first time, like, you two were hardcore RCing the whole week. You, you didn't have to repair a truck or a van no. or a trailer no. or put together, you know, half the airplanes or whatever. You just flew. That's awesome. You know, I, I think the other thing is um, that that I got out of this, Mike, was you, we worked on some of your stuff. Yeah, I have to give kudos to Mike. He did help me uh, put the nose wheel steering into my turbine jet, and he did help me get the wheel off and read, you know, lube up the brakes. So. And and I, what I was going to say about that is, you know, working by yourself is one thing, right? Because you know what you know and whatever, but having somebody there going, well, like to get that wheel off, I was like, well, don't you have a brake puller? He's like, no, I don't really do. I got this one. 
Oh, oh, here's another one. Hey, look at this. Will this work? And sure enough, he's got I this did. brake I had puller. a wheel puller. Yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah. And he, we used that and we pulled that thing off. Yeah. And, uh, so just, I think that bouncing back and forth really changes, uh, what you, how you progress in a situation. I do programming, uh, sometimes at work. And I know for me, having another guy to talk to mm-hmm. makes a huge amount of difference. Um, right. Just, right. just from a standpoint of, I'm going to approach it like this, and it was like, why would you spend all much all that time doing it that way? Right. You could just do this. Right. Thank you. I'll be done in five minutes now, instead of <laughs> you know six hours to do whatever I was going to do. There, and there so is, I think that happens at building too. Yeah, there is something to uh, to say about share, sharing ideas, and we actually, while Mike was here, had the opportunity to go um, run over to Spencer's, and while we were there, Barry was there working on his airplane stuff. Uh, Dan showed up. Uh, who's another guy out of our field to, to do some work for him. He was doing a, a clunk line replacement, and uh, Barry was doing um, something. Oh, he was making missile Oh, he was making missile, missile, mounts. missile mounts for his uh, F-15. That was cool, actually. I was putting the wings uh, back into my katana, the new wing modification I did for that. Mike was working on the fundraiser, and Spencer was working on his L-39. So we had literally five projects going in the same room. Uh, his wife walked in and started laughing. She's like, "What is this? A sweatshop for RC? You know, <laughs> you know, repair? Who, who uh, making the soccer balls?" That's exactly. what she said. <laughs> Who's making the soccer balls? But I, you know, it was kind of nice because uh, you know Dan helped, came and helped me, and I was over there talking to him, and you know Barry was showing us what he was doing, and and it was just a good exchange of ideas. So uh, you, it definitely you, worked. We, it was well. funny because um, I I really think um, if Jay was in the room. When I asked that question, I asked Mike uh, when I was trying to figure out what was going on with the uh, with the stabilizer. I said, "What setting would cause the aileron and the elevator to move at the same time?" And yeah. Mike was just like thinking, "Airplanes, airplanes, airplanes! Right. Like never that would happen, never, never, never." And then it, I don't know what hit it came upon me. I think oh, we came back, and that's mm-hmm. we discovered it. Yeah. But then then I was like, "Oh, it's elevons because you use right. elevons. It's aileron and elevator. Right. They're tied together." And that was what I was trying to figure out that whole time. And I asked everybody in the room, and like nobody really had a sense of that because, you know, they don't fly Elvon planes that much, really. Most of those guys are, yeah, three D, yeah, three D jet yeah, guys. Yeah. But, yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was like I said, having people in the room can help, but sometimes you just got to figure it out. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes, but I think if we would all kind of sat down and discussed it, it probably would have been a little better. But we were all in our own little world doing our own thing when Mike asked the question. And we're like, I don't know. You know, I mean, don't ask me. That's a stupid question. Yeah, well, how should I know? That should never happen. Exactly. Oh, actually, it does in yeah. Elevon mode. So. <laughs> but it's been a really fun time. And I, you know, once again, I appreciate Mike and the, the help that he gave me on my stuff. And I, um, I know he appreciates all the painting you did. painting that I did. He's been talking Lots about it since, I, since we did Right this. up until he crashed the plane. <laughs> no, I still appreciate <laughs> the painting you did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even though I crashed it. <laughs> there you go. I appreciate it this much. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute now. You're saying I did it on purpose? I don't know. I, I, I see. I see. That's what you think of me, Jay. Fine. That's how weather. My, I my, weather. I'm making air quotes. My controls were reversed, air quotes. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, that the ultimate in passive aggressive. That's right, <laughs> passive aggressive. All That's I know it. is that I'm glad it wasn't in my radio. Yeah, so right. Yeah, you never. Would I don't it. want to be responsible. What's really that. funny is the guys, the guys at the park were really giving him ration because you know it's like he's PIC because he's the he's the master. 
So, so right. you know, technically it was my fault, but I, I know it was me because I check all that stuff all the time. That was on that was on me to to make sure it happened. And, you know, it's my responsibility to make sure that those surfaces are working. But the it was okay. To... The guys at the park that took their opportunity to throw darts at me. Yeah, they did. You know, it's got to be a they don't get many. They don't get many opportunities. No, they, they don't. That's right. Well, six sure feet from throw. you. If you land your plane six feet from you, man, they're like all over you. Oh, you got to walk uh, a foot. Oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The walk of shame. Yeah. It's just a foot. <laughs> I don't I think know, it's going right? to kill him. Yeah. yeah, but it's usually much closer. <laughs> I just have to He's take slipping. like three steps. He's slipping. Any, any more than three steps, I'm in trouble. Yeah, that's it. Well, buddy, um, wow, once again, like I said, the hour's up. Yeah. Uh, so the wife's going to be happy because the house will be empty-ish. Yep, yep. Uh, although you guys haven't been home to be messing it up and getting in her hair. No, so, uh, we've been. Uh, uh, that's not really true. We do have RC parts strung everywhere. <laughs> oh, well, that's well, like that always. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure she's used to that. But at least she gets her spare bedroom back for a little bit. And yeah, that's you true. can return back to normal. Yep, this is true. Well, I think this episode has been brought to you by Duncan's RC. We're going to give them a shout-out and a plug. <laughs> if you need a prop, uh, that's right. if you need go a to prop, Duncan's RC. Those are the guys that will get it. Uh, if you're in the Phoenix area, swing by and uh, talk to the guys out there at Duncan's. They'll help you out with all your uh, RC parts. They sell cars, airplanes, helicopters. Uh, they even have some uh, really cool models, and uh, and they've always been really good to us. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop by in there. Tell them you uh, heard us on the Park Fire podcast if you're in the Phoenix area, and and uh, we'll see if they uh, can't find what you need. Other than that, uh, what do we got coming up? Anything? Another oh. podcast. Jump on our RC uh, Groups listeners page and uh, give us a comment on Mike's fundraiser. I think the last episode we wanted uh, you to do that. So uh, if you haven't joined, I think we're going to – Try to run a contest here sometime soon. Maybe that'll help out. And I think we've got some other things in the work for the summer. So it should be a good uh, next, uh, should be a good summer. Summer's here and it's going to be hot in my neck of the woods, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe we can talk to a couple of people that went to Joe Nall this weekend. Oh, that's a great see idea. What, uh, see what happened out there. So. Jay, you doing any flying this week? Got to mow your field still. I still got to. I still got to mow, bud. And and Mike picked a good week to leave Texas because it's just been raining, raining, raining. Except every for day. except Hot, for to, yeah, the recent days of it. Other yeah. that. So you picked a good time to go to Arizona, although you did catch you know the monsoons and you know. Nope, it's been ninety stuff. degrees here. Yeah, it just was. It, that was a two minute thing. Yeah, it just oh, came, two it, thing. it just and ripped it through. Yeah, it ripped through. Yeah, it was just. Matter of fact, we could have come back, what, 10 minutes later, yep. and it would have been fine. Yep. You know, no wind. Right. Here, so. Yep. So, Didn't even hope. make it out to Superstition. No, nope, sure did. So and hopefully I'll in. maybe get some flying in. i, I got to give uh, give some folks a call and uh, maybe run out to the field and see how bad it is. So. Take a drive out. See what it says. Let us know. And I will. All right. From Arizona, I'm Michael. Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas in Arizona. Leaving Arizona. Yeah, leaving Arizona. Is that a movie? <laughs> bye bye. I know, yeah. right? Well, we'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.